Five minutes. Your awareness may be powerful enough to control your instincts. Your instinct will be to remove your hand from the box. It's your girl, Mish, and welcome to another episode of the Love Mish Podcast. gods are returning in the babies um i think that has a lot to do with the trafficking i feel like that has a lot to do with the planned parenthood and you know putting all this poison in our food and so many women are having reproductive issues to stop those babies from coming back in i feel like the shot i tried to tell everybody that shot is lowering the sperm count in men and it's making the women infertile nobody wanted to hear me nobody um, and not only that, it's giving off a spike protein. So not only did you do something to yourself, but you could be affecting all the people around you. Like what kind of warfare? We are in World War Four. They don't want to tell nobody. We are in World War Four, and it's not with ourselves. It's with us and low vibrational entities. They want to call them aliens. I call them demons. Let's just call a spade a spade. And they eat low vibrational things which is why the world is in chaos just think about the movie you know what it reminded me of the movie um trolls all the time they always happy and singing and and then the trolls was always sad and angry you saw those two different energies and they both thrived in their energies and little miss troll had to teach them another way like and to me, I think that's why all is one. Instead of wanting to eradicate the other, as higher beings, we're just supposed to, you know, help raise their consciousness, help them do better in a loving way. It's just so hard because they're so evil. But I guess that's like the ultimate love is to help or encourage a dark soul to do better versus just eliminating them, which I can agree with, which is why I don't like which is why I don't like the um, death row, which is why I don't agree with being in jail forever, because you want to give these people a chance to uh, learn from their mistake, to become a better person, to be an example, to help this next generation so they can learn from your mistake. They might can get out and write a book, might can get out and go talk to you know all the high schools in their area and the, the gang members and just different stuff like that. Like, I don't think you should just throw the, water, the baby away with the water. So if I can look at the jail people that way, then it's, it's the same way all around. It's all or none, remember, all or none. God is singular, not plural. Um, so I used to say goddess. I got a whole shirt that say goddess, but it's literally God because God can make man and woman because she is all. She is God. Um, so they be throwing us off with the goddess thing, just like the whole king and queen. I think it was queendom. That's just my opinion. It was all about her, but they don't flipped it to kingdom. I don't agree with that. Because just in general, men are more animalistic. They just want to fight and kill and murder and destroy. And women aren't like that. Like they can be. I mean, we have masculine as well, but it's more nurturing and teaching and that love, that love energy going to always shine through. Um, which is why you see a lot of people in relationships that they shouldn't be in. It's that love. That's just how we were built. It's that God love that's in us. And a lot of women end up teaching the men. And when they grow, it's so beautiful to see. Um, it just takes them so much longer to get there. It's like watching a snail race. Um, let's see. He said, when you vibrate low, you will reproduce 
reproduce the pains of karma so always vibe high and for the longest i've been telling my sisters to vibe high vibe high vibe high vibe high i don't know why that just was like screaming out of out of me like vibe high no matter what comes at your door like vibe high um which i've noticed because when i'm low it seems like everything affects me 10 times worse than when I'm vibing high and, it, and I really think it has to do with your aura too like your aura defenses come down you have about 10 of them and they come down because you vibing so low but the higher you vibe the stronger those feels getting and they're just uh, energetic feels that we some people can see them that when people say things or do things it's harder to get to you because you're in the center um, some kids are here to teach the adults which is probably why they're getting rid of them left and right. He basically summarized it by our intelligence was taken away. Um, to me, and that's why when those people have those near life diff experiences, they tell them to love and learn, love and learn, love and learn. Because loving is just always going to be the number one superpower. But learning, learning about I just read Alkaline Herbal Medicine. I'm on page my own. I'm on page 26. Meat is carnious, carnicinic. It's cancerous. Carnicinic. Carnicidic. It's cancerous. It literally is. Now I'm going to find the sentence so I can read it. Okay, ecosystem, medicine, alkaline. I said, well, I be. And I already saw this on what the hell. But to actually see it in a book, it's like, okay. Alkaline plant food. And they still selling this shit. That's what be making me mad. They be like, give the people a fighting chance. But then sometimes when you tell people, they'll like make a joke out of it. Oh, let me get two burgers. And it's like, it's at this point, it's not about me. Shit, I ain't eating it. It's it's 100 percent about you. But that's why sometimes people say they love themselves. I'd be like, I'd be thinking, but do you really? Do you really? But then at the end of the day, people can only do as well as they know, which points back to knowledge. I mean, I mean, some people know better and they still don't do better. But to me, that proves that they don't really know better. Because if you knew better, you honestly would do better. Nobody has to tell you to not sleep with somebody with AIDS. You know better in that, you know, aspect. So you can know better in all aspects. Let me see this in the back. Oh, she just put her notes. Oh, come on, pH scale. Do you know? Maybe I didn't go further enough. Alkaline water protein. Is gonna bother me until I find it. Anyways, it's carcinogenic. Um, 
and I can't believe it's actually like on the website and I mean I feel like in my point of view if they could put carcinogenic on cigarettes, like a warning label, they should be able to put that on meat and they haven't. That's my argument. Nobody's going to the website when they order meat. They're going in the store and looking at the price and picking up the meat. But if there is a warning on there that says carnicinage, I don't think people would pick it up. I really don't. But, you know, I don't know. And he ended with, this time is a good time if we know what to do with it. And I feel like that is life. Um, maybe if we knew how to get the cancer out of me, it would be okay. Which to me would be having your own farm and feeding them. Da -da -da -da. I don't think anything is bad. It's, it's, it's what you do to it that in turn makes it good or bad and whether that's for the world for the micro the my for the micro everything um so i don't i personally just don't want to eat meat because it's like a mother you know it has kids it's like me in a sense and killing it i just feel bad but you guys my parents i always was like oh my god look at the blood oh my god it just always was just like emotional my parents were sick of me. I've always been emotional. Just this emotional little thing. And I just be feeling. I wish I could I wish I could take my feelings and put them on someone else. Because that's the only way they would understand the way that I do what I do. I say what I say. I think what I think and I feel what I feel. It's the feel it all goes back to the feelings. If you know how it would feel to eat meat, you wouldn't eat it. But without these feelings, you don't know. And the feeling that I get is like, like somebody killing your child in front of you. It's like that same type of feeling. So I don't know, just the emotions that I have, and and they're getting stronger too. Like I'll literally be talking to my sister and just be crying. Like what the fuck? <laughs> like I can't even have a regular conversation. I'm up here crying. Um. So they're getting stronger. Something is going on. But yes, I'm so excited for this um, episode of Divine Feminine. And it's not over. I just wanted to get through his um, one hour. One hour um, video. Those are my cliff notes. So this is what I researched on top of that. I wanted to look at different animals. I was like, okay, so if women can rule, let's see, do they do that in the animal kingdom as well? So I was looking at the prize of lion, and the reason this came to me is I didn't know Beyonce had a new CD come out, like Lion King, where she got two lions on the front. And one of the songs on there, um, well, a lot of all of the songs I really liked. I'm like, she's really into her African queendom heritage. And I was like, hmm, um, well, not even with Lion King, but just lions in general. You'll see about 10 lionesses and one lion. So I just, you know, and when they hunt, it's the female they're hunting, not the man. So let that just sink in. But um, the prize of lions are run by females. There's no queen. I feel like if we were running these countries, we wouldn't be like, I'm the queen of America. You're the queen of this and you're the queen. We all would understand you know, like, these are my children. These are my babies. This is my country. I love them. It will be more of a motherly, this is my tribe, not a conquer like men. But, um, so there's no queen. Prides are run by generations of females who own and defend a territory together. You see that? How, now, that thought that was just a human thing. Lionesses own land. Oh, okay. Males, on the other hand, leave their home around two or three years old and they join forces to conquer a new pride, fighting other males and establishing a hierarchy. And I feel like that's what happened with men, too. Um, women was running these villages. You know, they probably kicked the men out. And the men have to go, you know, on his own. 
And he probably wanted things to be the other way around. I could see some Mufasa jealousy. And so maybe that whole Lion King story is twisted. You know? Maybe uh, Nyla was the queen or whatever. And Mufasa was jealous that she was running this shit. So, you know, they be lying all the time. I just thought that was interesting. So that was the lion's... I have a quote. The oldest fossilized bones ever found were women. All of them were discovered in East Africa, Ethiopia to be exact. These women could reproduce asexually without the assistance of males. This was done by the Barthion gland, which women still possess to this day. Did you know women could produce semen in their bone marrow? Did you know that the X chromosome is five times larger than the Y chromosome? Women created us. Oh, okay. And it's crazy because I be saving these pictures. Like I have so many pictures backed up. It's ridiculous, but they all come together. Like I probably wouldn't even think about that picture, but they all just come together when I be doing these podcasts, so. Six matriarchal societies that have been thriving with women at the helm for centuries. In these communities around the globe, women oversee everything from politics, economics, and the border social structure, and the broader social structure. Um, Let's see. If you ever look far enough back in history, you'll find that women were revered and honored for their ability to bear children. Even if you just crack open a Greek epic, the pages are teeming with goddesses and female warriors elevated to a position of worship and respect. But over the course of history, society across the globe started to bend towards a more patriarchal structure, which is pervasive in most communities in modern times. However, there are still surviving matriarchal societies to be found where women literally are the dominant steering factor in all matters social political and economical six individual communities across the globe have diverged from the western patriarchal architects that is pervasive throughout most of the world the first one is mesuo china the mesuo women are china's last surviving matriarchy there are about forty thousand of them according to the independent and they practice tibetan buddhism Lineage is traced through the women of the family. This society is also matrional, meaning property is handed down to the same female line. Mosuo women also don't marry. Should they choose to have a partner, the two don't live together and the mother plays the primary role in raising the children. So that just hit me. So women basically are built to like be single mothers. Like they will do that shit with or without a man. But if 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 a husband and wife are married and the wife dies, the husband will be struggling with them damn kids. So that just proves who the dominant one is. But if the man were to die, the woman will probably won't even remarry and she'll she'll keep that family going on. My grandmother, Grandma Arlene, granddaddy died and she raised them kids. My grandma, granddaddy was not around and she raised them kids. So it's definitely there to do just fine without them. I guess my my hope and prayer is to just continue to grow myself spiritually and consciously to have a partner that's spiritual and conscious as well and together have conscious children. Like I wanna be able to make a salad and a smoothie and not have any complaints because that is a life dinner because I want you to live because I literally love you. I don't think there's anything funny about that. But me giving you cancerous food, talking about I love you, that just don't make sense to me. But that's just me. Um, number two, Bribri Costa Rica. The Bribri people are an indigenous tribe 
with an estimated 12,350 members. No, 12 to 35,000 members. In this society, land is handed down from the mother to her children. Women are revered and thus are the only people who can prepare a sacred drink for their ritual practices, which is true, like they are. Umojo Kenya. The Imojo tribe is a true blue no man's land because men are banned. The village is a home to women who have experienced sexual or gender-based violence. The Umojo village, which means unity in Swahili, was founded in 1990. As occupations, the women and children show tourists the village and work to educate others about their rights. Minga Kabai, Indonesia. These people are part of the largest surviving matriarchal society, encompassing approximately 4 million people as of 2017. God darn. The common belief in this culture is that the mother is the most important person in society. Women rule the domestic realm of life, and while marriage is feasible, partners must have separate sleeping quarters. Wow. Akan Ghana. According to Mental Floss, the social organization of the Akan people is built around the Matrix clan. Within the Matrix clan identity, inheritance, wealth, and politics are all decided. As the name would have it, Matrix clan founders are female. However, it must be notated that with the Akan Matrix clan, men do hold leadership positions. And I think that's to feed their ego. I can see a woman doing that. Um, the Kashi India. As of 2011, the matriarchal society was compromised of about 1 million. Mothers and mother-in-laws are the only people allowed to look after children. And according to The Guardian, men aren't even entitled to attend family gatherings. What's more, when women marry in the tribe, their surname is passed down instead of that of the husbands. Well... So these are existing tribes today, which brings me back to America. How Native American women inspired the women's right movement. Having worked for women's rights for 40 years, Gage and Stanton became increasingly frustrated with their inability to make major gains in the social, economical, or political positions as women in the 1880s. And their disappointment, they looked beyond the Euro-American culture that was already known intimately to them and gained a vision of a world of equality from their nearby neighbors. Stanton and Gage grew up in the land of Hedusanex, the Six Nations of Iroquois Confederacy. The Anodaga, Mohawk, Seneca, Cayuca, Andia, and Turacora, who had social, religious, economic, and political positions far superior to their own they wrote the six nation Haduasini confederacy had and still have a family governmental structure based on female authority the women control the economy and their nations through their responsibility for growing and distributing the food they have the final authority over land transfers and decisions about engaging in war Children came through the mother line, not the father's. And if the parents separated, the children stayed with their mother. And if she died with her clan family, women controlled their own property and belongings, as did the children. Political power was shared equally among everyone in the nation with decisions made by consensus in the pure democracy, the oldest continuing one in the world. And that's how I feel america or all the or how how gaia was before and then somewhere along the line it switched but i could definitely see everything being like this with women 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 women, women just because of that love component and that and that intuition and, and wisdom from spirit Still today, the chief and clan mothers share leadership responsibilities. The clan mother chooses and advises the chief, placing and holding him in office. See, I think over time we have to feed that ego. These 
these men appointed by women carry out the business of government. So maybe Kamala running this shit and we think it's being who be sleep at meetings and stuff. I still be praying for them though. And my prayer is that they will raise in consciousness and make better decisions, spiritual decisions for everybody, not just for personal or financial wealth or political gain. Like I be saying prayers like that because in the Bible it do say you need to pray for your leaders and stuff. But that don't mean the leaders be right and that don't mean I got to pray. That's my prayer for the leaders, okay? Um, let's see. The, these men appointed by the women carry out the business of government. The clan mother also has the responsibility of removing a chief who doesn't listen to the people and make good decisions, giving due consideration to seven generations in the future. To That's amazing. His decisions should consider seven future generations. I don't think we think like that. We don't think like that. Cutting down these trees was not thinking about seven generations. I don't think we think we don't think like that. There's no thinking it that we don't think like that. That is amazing. His decisions for seven generations in the future, and it should be really all generations in the future. To be chosen as a chief, the man cannot be a warrior since it is a confederacy based on peace, nor could he ever have stolen anything or abused a woman. Women live free of fearing violence from a man. The spiritual belief in the sacredness of woman and the earth the mutual creators of life yes 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 this is why i'm so glad i'm getting into my um when it comes to spirituality um i do reverence my my parents my grandparents you know all the ancestry.com but but i do know that since they changed negro to black they are indigenous so i um am in the process of getting my altar together for my cherokee gods and goddesses and i also have reference for the the ifa african gods and goddesses the oasia i said ifa the oasia and the egyptian goddess goddesses now there's so many gods and goddesses but culturally these are the ones that i'm connected to um i do feel like if this is a game of telephone they all are repeating each other in a sense so they all go back to africa egypt if you ask me but my altar is going to have cherokee oasia orisha and egyptian um because y'all been on this journey with me remember i was looking at all other gods it's like no these are the ones and see that's why it's important to learn your past because your past most definitely dictates your future like i'm a whole divine feminine that's going to change my whole now and my whole future. And I don't even remember them talking about that in church. Their whole thing was getting married and, and having kids in a marriage. Like, it's so much more than just that. It's so much more than just that. Okay, let's see. And it wasn't working because the single mom was in every church that you go in. So it's definitely not working. Um, let's see. If it occurs, remember they don't think about rape or beating. If it occurs, the offender is punished severely by the men of the victim's clan family, sometimes by death or banishment. And see, this is how I know this ain't my culture. It's like Epstein got a whole island torturing women and doing God know what. I saw one, I kid y'all not, a black woman had her hands and feet sprawled out and they were electrocuting her pussy and her whole body was shaking. So what, A, what type of person enjoys that? B, who helped them kidnap this person? And C, she had to be alive? You, you know what I mean? So. You don't, you don't want to go hunt. I feel like it escalated from hunting crows to hunting deer to hunting people. It's just like they just keep going down and down and down. And I don't know. I mean, is there hope for them? And just if you just go look up Epstein Island, it's just ridiculous. And it took years for them to get the man. And then he just ups, 
all of a sudden dies in his cell and then the two security guards lied like are you kidding me are you kidding me so i like the way they do justice the victims clan men either gonna kill him or banish him and to banish him he must have been cool with somebody for them to have mercy on him because it should be death off rip you let me be the judge that's why i think i was brought here to earth to learn a little more love because when it comes to stuff like that i do be like okay death um i don't play about them kids i just don't understand how like the the kid isn't gonna win you're you're gonna win like it's something wrong with that battle like you can run faster than that kid i don't know it's just so unfair it's unbalanced that's what it is it's, it bothers the libra in me um let's see So yeah, that's all I want to read from that. I thought that was interesting. I have a, all the links are in the at the bottom. Okay, so this is about the birth, virgin birth, inconceivable. Surely the story that shocked 1950 Britain. In an era before DNA testing, it was a story that shocked 1950 Britain, scandalized the church, and divided the medical profession. Anne Marie Jones was conceived was convinced that her daughter monica had been conceived without a man author claire chamber investigates if it is every journalist's dream to break a story that makes their name and doubles their paper circulation then in june 1956 all of aubrey's writings dreams came true a reporter on the sunday's pictorial which later became the sunday mirror Whitting was responsible for an article concerning the mystery of Miss Emergie Jones, who became known nationwide as the Virgin Mother. The story began in 1955 with a lecture by genetics Dr. Helen Spurway of University College in London, which described how the female of a species of guppy fish, while kept segregated from the men, can independently produce female offspring, as well as notating a laboratory creation of viable baby rabbits without male parents. So... Just pause for a moment. If it happens in nature, it can happen with us because we all are one, right? So if there are plants mating by themselves, if there are animals, germs, insects, mammals, you can't just say everything else does it. But human, it's just like at the end of the day, at the end of the day, they're telling us false information and forcing us to believe that it's true when nature tells us that it is this so you're the, so you're telling nature that nature is a lie which which means you're telling god that god is a lie which means you're telling self that self is a lie because you are god hello that came back around full circle so i don't know if the fucking animals can do it and to me like your dna and everything is based off survival so maybe if you on an island by yourself your body like bitch you're gonna die you're the only one here you need to reproduce perhaps it's a situation like that just like with the guppies like your body knows this is an intelligent being all by itself you're not telling your heart to pump you're not telling your eyes to blink you know what i mean you're not telling your kidneys to like it's doing everything autumn you know automatically you're just helping it along by by the herbs and foods and water that you drink and stuff so i'll continue this example of reproduction without fertilization in a mammal led dr spurway to call for a re-examination of the assumption that spontaneous aka virgin birth was impossible in humans today whatever i'm not going to read that part because i don't agree with it um And I can see the picture British doctors give a startling verdict after six months research on virgin birth. We have been unable to prove that any man took a part in the creation of this child. All the results are consistent with virgin birth. So that's already in a paper. And we know back then it wasn't no internet. You know what I mean? Paper was basically law. Paper was just like Bible. It ain't going enough. It's not true. So... Just like the news, they won't let people say true stuff on there. They're going to shut it down. It's really controlled. So let me see. Um, 
they had went through so many people. Of the 19 women who came forward, 11 were discounted straight away, having misunderstood the criteria. Six pairs were ruled out after a test found that mothers and daughters had nine identical blood groups, and a pair was eliminated because they had different color, color eyes. Finally, one correspondent remained. A German woman called Emery Jones had written the newspaper in imperfect English. For 10 years, I have been wondering and worried about the birth of my daughter. I honestly believe that she has no father. Ms. Jones claimed that she had been a virgin at the time of the alleged conception and moreover bedridden with rheumatism in a Germany hospital, hospital suffered only by women, staffed only by women. After leaving the hospital in the summer of 1944, she had gone to the doctor feeling um, lethargic and hoping to be prescribed a tonic. See, tonic is what they did in the old days. Tonics is herbs, herbs and oils, and sometimes whiskey or liquor, only to be told that she was three months pregnant. There had been no opportunity. It can't possibly be true, was her response. In 1948, two years after her daughter's birth, she married a Welshman and moved to Henford, where she was still living when she responded to the appeal in the pictorial. Um, so let's see. The test confirmed that mother and daughter had identical blood, saliva, sense of taste, all apparently consistent with the case of virgin birth. So far, so good. And even though the final test, a skin graft between mother and daughter and vice versa, failed to take, which I doubt as probably became classified. Um, Dr. Balorf Lynn still felt that the evidence of blood tests along with the testimony of Mrs. Jones were so perceivable that he felt able to declare we have been unable to prove that any man took part in the creation of this child. Okay, let me scroll back up and see what year this was again, you guys. 1956. It's 2021. So Jesus long been born and it's still happening. Them genes are still out there, y'all. This was a trip part though. Um, this was a scary part to me. The other mystery is the whereabouts of Emma Marie and Monica after their movement in the spotlight. Over the six months of the investigation, Aubrey Whitting had got to know Miss Jones well, visited her home in Henford, and considered her a friend. Speaking in an interview on BBC Radio 4, Woman's Hour in 2001, she recalled, Then, not long after publication, of course, she disappeared from the face of the earth. She said she thought she might go to Germany for a little while, and she said, I'll be in touch with you. I never heard another word from her. I wrote to her several times at the German address that she gave me and never heard anything. It's very strange. The key players in the investigation are no longer with us. Helen Spiray died in 1978, Stanley Burloff Lynn in 1986, and Audrey Whitting in 2009. Records of birth, marriage, and death show that Emma Marie, who married to Ernest Jones in Henford in 1948, died in Camden in 1983. But of Monica, there has been no trace. Knowing, And so to me, like Germany, they already up on the metaphysical. I wouldn't be surprised if they took her, was testing her and her daughter. You know, of course, they want to use that as a weapon. Women that can breed on their own. They just want to be able to control it instead of allowing us to control our own damn self. But yeah, that's the article, y'all. Like, it's literally, she had the child on her own. And if there's no way you can't, not believe it if you believe jesus i mean there's just no way around it um you either believe or you don't oh if ands or buts let me see so this was good because y'all know i was researching my witches um wild woman sisterhood it was not witches who burned it was women Women who were seen as too beautiful, too outspoken, had too much water in the well, yes, seriously, who had a birthmark. Women who were too skilled in herbal medicine, too loud, too quiet, too much red in her hair. Women who had strong nature connection, women who danced, women who sung or anything else, really. 
any woman was at risk burning in the 1600s. Sisters testified and turned on each other when their babies were held under ice. Children were tor tortured to confess their experiences with witches by being fake executed in ovens. Women were held underwater and if they float, they were guilty and executed. If they sunk and drowned, they were innocent. Women were thrown off cliffs. Women were put in deep holes in the ground. The start of this madness was years of famine, war between religious and lots of fear. The churches said that witches, demons, and the devil did exist, and women were nothing but trouble. As we see, even today, there is often a scapegoat created, and the chaos escalated in Sweden when the Bible became a law, and everything that did not line up with what the church said became lethal. The Bible fascination killed thousands of women. Everything connected to a woman became feared, especially her sexuality. It became labeled as dark and dangerous and was the core of the witch trials throughout the world. Let me just pause for a moment. So now when I see women doing hexes and women turning evil, and it's because you birthed them. The women that have died have cried out from the soil. Their energy is on the earth and they have absorbed that energy. They want to wreak havoc for their ancestors. You birth the evil in women. You birth that. So how can you get mad at it? And then they're going to be like, oh, a woman scorned. Why was she scorned? It's like throwing a rock at somebody's head. I'm like, why you got a bump on your head? Bitch, because you threw a whole rock at me. What you mean? Y'all know. I still got love in my heart for my witches because I feel like they got it mixed up. I feel like they call it witches, just like how we say the word bitches today. But it really was women. It really was the divine feminine. If you really want to be honest, you mean to tell me she knew what plants in the forest that could heal? You mean to tell me she could have kids on her own? You mean to tell me she could run villages? Da, 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 da? She, she was superior. And the man ego had had enough. That's really what it was. Let me keep going. So why do I write this? Because I think the use of the words are important, especially when we are, are doing the work to pull these murky, murky, repressed and forgotten about stories to the surface. Because knowing our history is important when we are building the new world, when we are doing the healing work of our lineages and as women to give the women who were slaughtered a voice, to give them redress and a chance of peace. It was not witches who burned, it was woman. Arthur Fia Ferostrum. That was beautiful. And some of the comments are, men's eternal fear of women. Yes, we have power. We created life and home. Thankfully, we can do as we like in this country for the most part, but still too many who suppress women today all over the world and that is true i think in one country women weren't able to drive they can just now drive and just not go to work and they're working on that um facebook meta whatever metaverse it's like so you only give them privileges when you want to use them they could have been driving and going to work and making money and that was a way to make them feel needed i guess that's what my whole I don't hate man. Man is beautiful. Black man especially is amazing. He should be king. But I be looking at things like as a whole. So it's not the black men really that aren't letting them women go to work. Shit, over here in America, most women are working and the man might be in the house not working, if you want to be honest. But um, not letting her work so that she has to depend on him. Not letting her get land so she has to depend on him. Um making her marry at a young age and have kids what if she wanted to be a whole doctor and didn't want kids but uh, you know maybe her mom and dad forced her to do that it's just i just be looking at the whole picture and that's what i don't um agree, agree with I, because i see things from a whole um but i guess you have to break them down individually and look at each perspective 
Somebody said, indeed, an awful part of our past. It's not the past. It's definitely the present. But think of the, that was my part. But think of the appropriate lesson to take is not whether they were men or women. It should be that people, all people have a capable to do awful things out of fear, men and women alike. As you mentioned, the women that were in fear of persecution damned others out of their own fear along with the men. Men who stood against this were also met with the same fate but they were more than likely more women around at the point anyway as more of the men who had killed for protecting their families and fighting wars he has a valid point all the men were fighting these crusades you had all these women at home with these kids i think to to balance things out they came up with the plan depopulation again get rid of these women we got to call them witches and all like something is always made up for their agenda of depopulation as too many people it's not enough food let's create a war as too many people it's not enough food let's create a virus as too many people it's not enough food let's do this like we're sick of the bullshit it's more room if they stop trying to control stuff it's more room for us to do what we want to do they just want to control it's too much for you to control if you want to be honest you can't control that's what it is so I work at a call center and people are usually say it takes me three hours to get through. And one of my customers, I was like, why? Um, how, did, how did the question come up? He was like, you want to know? Oh, yeah. I said, why don't they let everybody call? He was like, you want to know why all the calls can't come through? He was like, think of a telephone line, you know, the, the one that curls around. He said that controls the flow. He said, if it's open, everything gets through and not all of the calls get addressed. But if you squeeze it, the certain amount that get through can be addressed. And I said, well, I'll be. Well, I'll be down. Um, because they want to do like quality and stuff like oh we got through certain amount of calls we did this percentage that percentage no you really didn't those numbers aren't really true because you didn't let all those calls through if all the calls came through and we did 10 percent of calls that's a d you failed so i was like oh he was like think think about it that's how they work um, to continue this man's point of view, I agree that men have done awful things out of fear and insecurity, but often misguided and manipulated by dogly people. But we shouldn't forget that many millions of men that have died over the years in protection of women and children, despite the danger to themselves. Let's not jump on the side and fight amongst ourselves out of fear of, the, of others' intentions, as that is the driving force behind some of the darking sides of humanity, past and present. This is a difficult but promising time for us all, where the needs and dangers of the past do not have to make us who we are. We live in a time where we can try to understand and respect another's differences and not act out of our own prejudice against them, whether man, woman, black, white, or anywhere in between. And that's, that's a good point of view. Somebody said one of their relatives was hung. She was tutoring a boy who suffered from seizures took her grandson 20 years to clear her name wow somebody else said i'm gonna add my little two bob in the picture we all face a manipulative evil that has been twisting adonis beautiful crea creations right from the beginning and it wasn't the blame of the women for taking the first bite it was a test of created man to see how responsible he would be and as we know we men stuffed it up <laughs> so this one act of disobedience has plagued existence till this day so much pain and suffering then and continues today a done god never intended this but gave us free will to choose so let's stop pointing fingers and choose the better way today how research and go back to historical times and then some more and you will discover that Adonai God is true love and so much more than you can handle. Yes, he came in the form of a man, Yeshua Jesus, to help people back in line with freedom and not the religious rubbish evil has mastered itself over the centuries. Now, I like that. I like that because some people will just be like religion and Jesus, but they won't mention the evilness that come with that. So he let us know that there's a difference between the two. Okay, Tim, I agree. Somebody else said, what we close our minds to understand, we condemn. We did it with the witch hunt then. We have done the same with other groups throughout our history. We continue doing it today while holding a Bible, noose, a bloodied knife, a smoking gun, and an insightful repugnant word a small mindedness hate racism intolerance and 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 divisiveness 
I am embarrassed by our current government on the verge of a critical wound with the Supreme Court nomination. My disheartened barometer is off the charts. I am afraid of how much of our progress can be undone by a minority, unscrupulous, unethical, closed-minded, ignorant. I'm pretty sure he wants to put asshole right there. Um, somebody said, I love this post. Thank you for sharing. This does not take away from the power of women. However, I do think it's important to remember that five of the 20 executed were men. And those statistics speak loudly. So she and see, I like all different. I like different perspectives because it's not just about the women being hanged. That means that five men were trying to protect those women, too. And then so they risked their own lives. So you can't just say, oh, those men and the witch hunt. Five of them died. So somebody else said, what I see is religion gaining overwhelming political party. I know the days can come again. That is so true. Somebody, one of the pastors was saying, God gave us the, sh the COVID shot. How the hell? Now, see, that made me mad because there are aborted fetuses in there. Number one, God don't even want you to, to be procreating outside of marriage. But then you go ahead and do it and want to get an abortion, which is fine. It's your choice. But then you go turn around and put it in a vaccine and go put it in people. That is, and then going to slap God's name on it. Mm-mm. I don't like stuff like that. Like, people can take anything and twist it. It was also women who loved the earth and knew how to heal the body with herbs, plants, and energy. Not surprised. Crimes against women are still not taken as serious as they should. Disgraceful. So as I was looking into um, Native American, there was justice for natives that were gone missing like what the fuck and i want to end with this let me make sure i don't have anything else that's my shopping cart oh i got two two more things so wonder woman i love the wonder woman movie um when i saw it and it, it, it's like another part of me that can't speak or whatever it's just it's just an emotional part just think of a part of me that's emotion so when something good happened it's like ding, 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 and i can feel it when something bad happens it's like it's just a, a part of me that's just extreme feelings when i saw wonder woman i was just so like something in me was like this is home a village full of nothing but women they were strong they were warriors you know what i mean like they were full of love. I definitely see how she fell in love with the girl's father to begin with. And I see how they bred her. She was dualistic. So to me, there's truth never lie, lie, never truth. That story came from somewhere. They didn't just pull it out of their ass. To me, that reminds me of the whole Adam and Eve. Wonder Woman's mom was Eve. You know, she could reproduce and everything on her own, but she fell in love with Adam. And end up having Wonder Woman. And this is the hell that we're living in now. Or, you know, not hell, but the duality, I'll say, that we're living in now. So we fell from heaven, essentially. Um, so that's just kind of how, how I see it. But I loved everything about Wonder Woman. My most favorite part was that her mother was this, this God, this good, everything good. And her dad was just that pure evil. And she was both. And she had to choose which energy she was going to act on and she actually overpowered her dad now wouldn't parents be stronger than the child but the child ended up being stronger than the dad and i just kind of feel like that's what we are today as humans we started out as guides guys but now we're like a god and a man we still have our god part and we still have our man part but are you going to act more on your godly or your man that's what i was telling my best friend i was like we are divine feminine we are the divine feminine um and i just have not been living sleeping breathing acting in my divine feminine and i'm just so happy that i stumbled across this because woman is so much more like um like there's a rite of passage that women go through in different cultures and i think that's missing in our culture but i'm just happy that i was able to find it anyways um and just like the book that i was mentioned 
with the four. I'm going to put that in the notes too because it's not. Uh, she actually kind of takes you through a rite of passage too. So as I um, a month deep or almost just a month shy a month because it ain't 13th yet of my 34th birthday. I am journeying into my divine feminine. It's been a long time coming, but the most important part is I'm here. That's what matters. Hold on, let me turn away. if we aren't in our proper place then the whole world will burn so it's really women there is a battle going on and the trumpets have sound for us to stand up really that's what it is and all women alike we we just we don't have on our crowns basically and the world is burning so this is called the two drops of oil by author paulo cojillo A merchant sent his son to learn the secret of happiness from the wisest of men. The young men wandered through the desert for 40 days until he reached a beautiful castle at the top of a mountain. There lived the sage and the young man was looking for that the young man was looking for. However, instead of finding a holy man, our hero entered a room and saw a great deal of activity. Merchants coming and going, people chatting in the corners a small orchestra playing sweet melodies, and there was a table laden with the most delectable dishes of that part of the world. The wise man talked to everybody and the young man had to wait two hours until it was his turn. The sage listened attentively to the reason for the boy's visit, but told him at the moment he did not have time to explain to him the secret of happiness. He suggested that the young man take a stroll around the palace and come back in two hours time. However, I want to ask you a favor, he added, handing the boy a teaspoon in which he poured two drops of oil. While you walk, carry the spoon and don't let the oil spill. The young man began to climb up and down the palace staircase, always keeping his eyes fixed on the spoon. At the end of the two hours, he returned to the presence of the wise man. So, asked the sage, did you see the Persian tapestries hanging in my dining room? Did you see the garden that the master of the gardens took 10 years to create? Did you notice the beautiful parchments in my library? Embarrassed, the young man confessed that he had seen nothing. His only concern was not to spill the drops of oil that the wise man had entrusted to him. So go back and see the wonders of my world, said the wise man. You can't trust a man if you don't know his house. <laughs> Let me say that again. You can't trust a man if you don't know his house. Now, more at ease, the young man took the spoon and strolled again through the palace, this time paying attention to all the works of art that hung from the ceiling and the walls. He saw the gardens, the mountains, all around the palace, and the delicacies of the flowers, the taste with which each work of art was placed in its niche. Returning to the sage, he reported in detail all that he had seen. But where are the two drops of oil that I entrusted you to, asked the sage. Looking down at the spoon, the young man realized that he had spilled the oil. Well, that is the only advice I have to give you, said the sage of sages. The secret of happiness lies in looking at the wonders of the world and never forgetting the two drops of oil in the spoon from the book, The Alchemist. Now, y'all know I got a whole podcast on that. That thing got probably about a thousand views by now. Um, and I need to go back and read it. To when I, as I'm going on the divine feminine journey, this story is the same. But instead of the boy and the oil in the palace, I would say, divine feminine, you're on earth, enjoy all the attributes of being feminine, but don't forget your divine. So you have to be a divine feminine you can't just be a feminine and then vice versa you can't just be divine you have to be feminine as well so i'm definitely gonna get like a necklace that says divine feminine 
and my next book will probably be Divine Feminine. Talk about the goddesses and stuff. Because when I finish with the Afua book, I'm probably going to have stuff to write about. And I call them books, but they're really just like podcasts, I guess. Little guys with references and stuff, just like my podcast. But at least you'll see the pictures and stuff that I put with it because I'm um, pictorial. And I'm going to start doing um, angel cards. So I'm going to do angel cards like... um. what I did I just did the fertility goddesses 160 fertility goddesses um then I'm doing my fertility angel cards and I'll probably do a divine feminine I could do a divine feminine set so yeah sometimes you get them cards you shuffle them you say a little prayer, you do your little sage, you put your little crystal, and I promise you it will give you an answer. And that is called divination. You can do it with dice. Dice. Thanks a million for listening. There's a million podcasts in the world. You clicked on this one, little this one, to hear what I have to say. I hope Universe has a special message for you. You can reach me on Linktree at forward slash love.mish. I hope you have a better than a great day. Love you. with your empty words and yet i'm one of the lucky ones people are suffering people are dying entire ecosystems are collapsing we are in the beginning of a mass extinction and all you can talk about is money and fairy tales of eternal economic growth how dare you